0: This week on Best Friends Horror Story. Just gets me in that Christmas spirit, you know, crazy killers in a sorority house, killing everybody, you know, with saran wrap and stuff. It just, it it gets me in the Christmas mood. I'm very jubilant and optimistic
1: and, you know, I love sugar. Basically the exact
0: opposite of me.
1: Mike, Mike, who's Mike? (laughs) Max tries to fight them off.
0: Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays.
1: Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays!
0: <laughs> it's our special Christmas episode! Woo! Yay! So, in this episode, we are actually going to be talking about Krampus. Krumple. Krampus. Krampus. great movie. First, we us talk together! Yes. First, we're going to talk about our... Christmas favorites because everybody has their favorite movies to watch at Christmas, their favorite music to listen to. So we're going to talk about our personal favorites. Mm-hmm. Do you want to go first? Uh, yeah. Okay.
1: My favorite Christmas movie of all time would be Home Alone. You can wow! Fight me on it. <laughs> really? Yeah. Huh. I love I love Macaulay Culkin. Only okay. in this though. Only.
0: only well, only and that Macaulay. and the Good Son. Yes. That.
1: But anyways, I love Home Alone. It's the quintessential uh, christmas movie for me
0: mm-hmm.
1: um and i also love elf um because you are buddy the elf i am buddy the elf but not with christmas just life in general mm-hmm. i'm very jubilant and optimistic and you know i love sugar basically so, the
0: exact opposite of me
1: yeah but you know opposites attract right. so so home alone uh elf and there's one more that i'm forgetting Right now, the Grinch, Grinch. but the one with Jim Carrey, yeah, the real life one Mm -hmm. and Taylor Momsen. Oh,
0: god, (laughs) before she got all dark, baby Taylor Momsen, yes,
1: Home Alone, Elf, and the Grinch. It's not the Christmas season until I've watched at least one of those, which I haven't yet, so it's not technically the Christmas season. It's not
0: Christmas, (laughs) it's so Christine posted on Facebook the other day. Nobody
1: answered me, the
0: only song. That gets her into the Christmas mood, and it's, it
1: is—it's the Trans Siberia or- Orchestra.
0: I mean, that's that's a really good answer, to be honest.
1: It's like. Totally rock and roll, but it's Christmas music, and it's amazing. It's that, and it, technically it would be Sync's Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Merry God. Christmas. <laughs> because my older sister and my younger cousin and I, my younger cousin had got the NSYNC Holiday Christmas CD. Oh no. And we were like, I was like... Helping him make up like a dance, choreographing to
0: it. a dance. To yeah,
1: an and that That's was back song. when. I mean, Justin Timberlake always has like this ha ah, voice, it's but gonna that was be like my. it was like the pinnacle of his. It like, really breathy, super high. Like we've been waiting yeah. all year for this day. It was. It was a lot. Yeah, <laughs> that would be it. It would Trans Siberian Orchestra and in sync.
0: Wow. <laughs> So, my favorite Christmas movies are not your typical... Well, one of them is. But most of them are not your typical Christmas movies. The first one, which is a typical Christmas movie, is National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. It is not Christmas until I watch that movie. It is hilarious. Even though I have seen it 20 million times, it still cracks me up every single time. So, my other favorite Christmas movies are Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, yeah. Which is a halloween and a christmas movie don't try and do that well is it a halloween or a christmas movie it's both it can Fight be both me. i have to watch that movie it just all the time it puts me in the really the goth christmas mood <laughs> actually my christmas tree i posted a picture of it on twitter is a nightmare before christmas christmas tree i actually refer Say to that three times the twice. christmas holiday time as christmas ween because <laughs> It is Christmas and Halloween pretty much for me all the time.
1: Or if you dress up your dick,
0: it's a Christmas weed. It's a Christmas weed.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Or a little dachshund, look, it's a
0: Christmas It's a Christmas weed. Weed. My <laughs> other favorite Christmas movie is Black Christmas, the original Black Christmas. Mm. That movie is probably one of my favorite movies to watch around Christmas. Just gets me in that Christmas spirit, you know, crazy... Killers in a sorority house killing everybody, you know, with saran rap and stuff. It just it, it gets me in the Christmas mood. Aww. And then as far as music goes, I have to listen to the soundtrack for Nightmare Before Christmas and just go, what's this? What's, what's this? this? There's color everywhere. <laughs> And that really gets me in the Christmas mood. But I also love listening to crooner Christmas music, like Frank Sinatra, you know. Michael Bublé. I do like a little Michael Bublé, but like... A a, bit of Bublé. A bit of Bublé. Um, But, you know, Frank Sinatra and Burl Ives and... You know, all those, all those really great, you know, old crooner Christmas music songs, I think are, they really get me in the Christmas. Now, we're going to move on to Krampus. Krampus. So I'm going to give a little background on what Krampus actually is before we get into the movie. So then you have at least a little bit of knowledge. I'm about to impart some history on you. So get ready for that. Get ready for some knowledge to be dropped on that dick. (laughs) so Krampus is a central European folklore it basically it's very popular in a lot of Germanic countries and Poland Krampus itself is a horned anthropomorphic figure and it is basically described as half goat And half demon. If you have ever seen pictures of Krampus, it is this, like, upright, two-legged walking beast, essentially, with these giant horns and fur. Horned goat man. Yes, basically. And during the Christmas season, he punishes children who have misbehaved. And it contrasts St. Nicholas, which, St. Nick, Santa. Oh, um, oh, oh. And he, of course, rewards well-behaved children with gifts. So Krampus is actually one of the companions of St. Nicholas in several different countries like Hungary and North Italy and Croatia, Czech Republic, Slovakia, Slovenia. The origin is very unclear as far as like where it definitely started, but it is pretty well known that it was like pre-Christian origins. There are like parades that they have. They have Krampusnacht which is the night before the Feast of St. Nicholas, which is the night that it happens on is December 6th. It has already passed. It is actually really cool because they do these awesome parades and they have people dressed up as Krampus. And it's actually really interesting. So he actually, his punishment to children that are naughty, he puts them in a bag and he beats them with reeds. Oh. <laughs> when I first heard that, I was like, oh, wow. Jeez, like, Santa just gives us coal. But, I mean, I guess being put in a bag and beat with reeds is a pretty decent punishment. That's hardcore. cure. Right? And I feel like I should probably just tell my kids whenever I have them, you know, if you're not, if you don't behave yourself, a horned goat demon man's gonna come put you in a bag and beat you with free
1: Oh my god. <laughs> I'm just gonna do the thing where I make Chase wrap up Christmas presents, because he's the master gift wrapper in our family. I'm going to wrap up empty boxes and throw them in the fire and be like, well, you're being bad. Goodbye presents. And okay. the kids are gonna be like, oh, "That's hardcore." No, I know. It's, I am gonna be <laughs>
0: Yeah, care. Uh so now that you know basically what Krampus is. We're going to move on to the actual movie. Krampus came out in 2015.
1: Yes, and it stars Adam Scott. Beautiful Adam Scott. Oh, he Adam plays Scott. Tom Engel. Mm-hmm. He was in Parks and Rec, if you live under a rock. He was also in Step Brothers. <laughs> um, Tony Collette, who we've talked about before, she was in Hereditary. Uh, she plays Sarah Engel. David, is it Cochner? I think so. Yeah, he plays Howard. Uh, he was in Anchorman. He played Champ. Champ. I almost called him Chet. He played Champ in Anchorman. MJ Anthony, he plays Max. He was actually the little boy in Chef.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, Stephanie, yeah, Stephanie Levi Owen. She plays Beth Engel. She was in The Carrie Diaries. Allison Tolman, she plays Linda, who is Sarah's sister. She was in Fargo. Mm-hmm. And Conchata Farrell, she plays Aunt Dorothy. But she was Berta, who was the housekeeper in Two and a Half Men. Yes, She's fucking hard
0: Hardcore.
1: Hardcore. The intro scene to Krampus is basically a Black Friday stampede at Mucho Mart. Oh, Mucho Mart. And it's to the song, It's Beginning to Look a Lot Like Christmas, and people are punching each other. People are (laughs) pushing, like stampeding over one another. It's absolutely insane. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then you see Tom and Sarah, who are Adam Scott and Tony Collette, they are running up to a stage basically because they're son is fighting It's Max and someone else uh, from his class are fighting and it's like a Christmas pageant type thing (laughs) and no, no words are being spoken. It's still the song that's playing and they're pulling their son off of him. Basically, you find out that the reason he got in this fight was that kid was ruining Christmas for the little kids saying there's no Santa, Mm -hmm. yada, yada, yada. So they get home and there's tons of baking being done in the kitchen by grandma, which you find out later they call her Omi and she's so sweet mm-hmm. and Max is upset that no one is able to spend time with him I thought he was upset because you know he got in trouble for being in a fight but no he's upset because people just will not spend time with him grandma Omi is speaking German and he's speaking back in English mm-hmm. and I was like well this is odd there's a family photo that Tony Collette is trying to put up and she notices that Santa is looking at their teenage daughter's ass yeah oh, no, that like, was so funny oh that's insane and then they're talking about how their family is going to come over and beth the daughter was like the last time they came over there was a human shit in my bed yeah so basically you get the idea that these people that are coming over are horrible horrible human beings beth is facetiming with her boyfriend and he's a total pothead just you know quintessential teen and he's like oh you should come over you know to my house and then all of a sudden the whole house is shaking and you hear this rumbling outside, and I'm like, oh my god, is Krampus there already? <laughs> no. It is um, their family arriving in this giant yellow Hummer. Mm-hmm. Lucinda! Is what is what he calls his uh, Hummer. Yeah. Turns out their Aunt Dorothy came too, and she's super abrupt. Mm-hmm. It's how I would imagine Julie oh, as... <laughs> yeah super abrupt speaks her mind and it's like so are we got a drink or what yeah pretty much <laughs> um and they would have forgotten the baby if Tom hadn't said hey where's your baby oh at? my
0: god they're like oh like, no we forgot it in the car
1: three or four kids that walk in and they're like oh shit the baby <laughs> Sarah's upset that her sister didn't tell her their aunt was coming too they end up having this family dinner and Sarah was trying to make it like so nice and perfect it basically looks like Martha Stewart threw oh, up in yeah, this no, house she works her Ass off to have everything perfect. And what I thought was hilarious was Aunt Dorothy accuses Sarah of being a Jew because she didn't make a Christmas hand.
0: Oh, yeah. Right. That was super messed up.
1: Um, one of the cousins, Stevie, tells a story to Max about Santa's sleigh crashing, so he's not going to be able to visit their house tonight, and you can tell that Max still believes in Santa. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Sarah just has this huge stick up her ass the entire time, like, trying to get things ready. She has one of those hand blow torches for creme brulee. Oh, and yeah. Not anything against people that have those, but what the fuck, are you a chef? I have one of those,
0: and it was only because I got it as a gift for my wedding.
1: Do you chase (laughs) Devin around with it? Because I I totes
0: would. I kind of want to. I have used it to light candles in the past what
1: I get by the lighter. Oh, that's actually really cool. So Max's cousins stole his letter to Santa, those are like, shitheads, and they read it at the table. And it's really sad because it says that he wishes that he and Beth could hang out like they used to. Mm-hmm. He wished his mom and dad would fall in love again. That his aunt and uncle wouldn't have such a hard time because you kind of get the idea that they're not super wealthy. Mm-hmm. And also, all of a sudden, Stevie goes, screw you, dad does not wish we were born boys and they're all like dressed in camouflage Mm -hmm. and like look like boys max attacks stevie from across the table he keeps saying i just want christmas to be like it used to every Mm -hmm. year gets worse tom tries to talk to max about it but he doesn't get through and max rips up his letter throws it out throws it outside the fucking little litter bug and then all of a sudden you see that there's a storm coming and it knocks out the power to the entire neighborhood And then all of a sudden, Max notices this random snowman in their front yard. Oh my god,
0: the snowman! Nobody
1: seems to care. He's, like, trying to point it out, and everyone's like, oh, whatever. And then the DHL guy shows up. Yeah. And it's like, oh, DHL's still delivering in the snowstorm? Okay. Beth wants to brave the snowstorm to go check on her boyfriend because the power's out, and her parents let her! I know. (laughs) That to- Tony Colette, uh, Sarah, she's like, I don't think that's a good idea. And then the dad was like, Oh, it's totally fine. What? Um, okay. <laughs> you guys are not
0: on the same page here. <laughs>
1: okay. And uh, so they end up letting her go, and it's a fucking blizzard outside.
0: And she goes outside, and yeah. she sees.
1: No, not yet. No, not she not
0: see him. Wasn't he on the? Oh, oh yeah,
1: he but you on the roof. Yes, she goes outside. And I was just gonna say that Omi is like making hot chocolate for yes, everybody, and she she's is. being really sweet. And then all of a sudden, yes, Beth sees Krampus on the freaking roof as she's walking through the snowstorm, and she's like, "Oh shit!" So she runs and hides under an abandoned car. All of a sudden, there's a jack in like, yeah. the box, like by not under the car, but yeah, like by the car. car, and it's doing the "Pop Goes the Weasel" song. And then all of a sudden, you hear. Ah! And, like, she's attacked by the -the Mm jack-in-the-box. And then Tom and Sarah are actually sharing a moment. And then all of a sudden they realize, hey, Beth's not back. And so Tom and Howard are going to take Lucinda, who's Howard's hummer, out to look for Beth. Omi warns them in German not to leave and he's like mom it'll be fine they end up finding a car crash howard gets his gun out of the back of the hummer and they try to investigate the car crash sarah and linda are sharing a sisterly moment around the tree and linda's like oh i didn't know you had mom's angel like the tree topper mm-hmm. angel and she's like, oh, yeah, I've had it for years. And and you can tell that, like, Linda's really put off by that. Mm-hmm. And then they hear footsteps upstairs and a crash. And Sarah's like, oh, it's squirrels. <laughs> and Aunt Dorothy's like, fuck that. That was not squirrels. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it shows Tom and Howard performing a B&E. And those of you that are not fan, fans of Dane Cook's
0: hilarious <laughs> Breaking and entering. (laughs) Yeah.
1: B and E. Breaking and entering. There's a toy stabbed onto the fridge in Mm -hmm. this house. And the house is totally empty and full of snow. Yeah. And Howard's like, oh, a gas line blew.
0: Well, the chimney is like split open. Yeah.
1: It's super creepy and then they find hoof marks in the snow they're saying what kind of goat walks on its hind legs fucking Krampus goat <laughs> and uh Tom hears Beth sc- thinks he hears Beth screaming mm-hmm. Howard they're outside and Howard gets attacked and he's dragged under the snow Tom actually shoots at the thing that grabs Howard and scares it off and then all of a sudden you hear growling this terrible growling mm-hmm. and Lucinda is on fire yeah. and destroyed and Howard does the Lucinda <laughs> uh, and it, like, pans out from him. Yeah. They end up making it back to the house. And they're, like,
0: bored up the freaking windows. Yeah,
1: and they blame the bite on Howard's leg on a bear trap. Yeah. And they make Aunt Dorothy in charge of the kids. And she's like, all right, everybody, I'm gonna teach you how to make schnapps. <laughs> <laughs> Tom tries to get Omi to go with the kids and Aunt Dorothy, and she said she's just trying to keep the fire hot. Mm-hmm. Aunt Dorothy is giving the kids schnapps yeah. in the fucking kitchen. Me. <laughs> um, Omi is in the kitchen and she's holding a butcher knife. So she obviously knows that something's going down. Yeah. Tom and Howard are telling Sarah and Linda what's happened. They're all super skeptical about it. Tom wants to board up the house and stick it out rather than try to find emergency services because their phones aren't getting service. Kids and Aunt Dorothy here end up hearing everything they've said. And Linda tries to assure Sarah that Beth is a tough girl. She takes after her mom. So she's kind of like trying to be like, oh, she's fine. She takes after you. She's tough. Howard says, thank you for saving him earlier to Tom and apologizes for thinking that he's always been a spineless dick. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) And it's like a backwards comment, but he's like, thanks. And then Max asks Tom. Hey, are we going to die? And uh, Tom doesn't really say anything. No, he's like... "Mm." (laughs) Uh, Howard says he's going to take first watch while everybody else sleeps. He ends up falling asleep, and the fire is no longer hot. It's just kind of embers. And Omi's like, what the fuck? I said, squirrels are back because you hear everything Mm, happening upstairs again. Just kidding. It's Christine's least favorite thing ever. Inanimate objects have come to freaking life. Yeah. The fat cousin. He doesn't really... Howie. Howie. Howie Jr. He doesn't have any lines no, in no. this whole movie. None. He gets enticed by a gingerbread man and ends up, the gingerbread man is alive. I'm he gets chained off. and pulled up the freaking <laughs> chimney. Sarah grabs onto his feet, sees the gingerbread man, like, <laughs> and,
0: let's go. and she
1: lets go, like I would. Yeah. I'd be like, what the fuck is that? A a law gets rolled out And the Christmas tree Is on fire Mm -hmm. Max puts it out With an extinguisher Omi says It's everybody's fault That he And he's come For them all Yeah Omi speaks English And Aunt Dorothy's like I fucking knew it I knew she spoke English Yeah She tells a story About Krampus Her village Forgot about The spirit of Christmas Omi wished For everybody To go away And ends up She got her wish Yeah But Krampus um, took
0: them to hell
1: Yeah He He took them away But he didn't take Her, he left her as a reminder of what happens when the Christmas spirit dies. And he
0: gave her a bell that has, it says, Krampus
1: on it. Yeah, and everybody's crying from hearing the story except for freaking Howard. Right. Howard is trying to leave to go find his son and pulls a gun on Tom. He's like, You're gonna let me go find my boy. He tries to go out the front door and there's all these snowmen and creatures running around. Max keeps asking if they're gonna die, and Tom just looks at him and says, Keep the fire hot. Tom gets a map out and is circling spots. He's got an idea. Linda is going through presents to rewrap them. And then hears the pop goats, the weasel sound coming from a box. Tom tells his plan to the others. There's a snow plow that still has the keys inside. He wants to take that to the mall that doubles as an emergency shelter and then come back for Beth and Howie Jr. And then all of a sudden, here come more of Christine's least favorite things. Inanimate
0: objects come to life. There's like a teddy bear (sighs) and there's a clown that is... terrifying and a doll. Jordan and Stevie go
1: upstairs to use the bathroom and they hear their names and they think it's Beth, but it turns out it's a trap. It's those inanimate object things about to kill them. Paris downstairs hear the girls scream. Max tells Omi it's all his fault. Howard calls Rosie the English bulldog a useless turd when she refuses to go (laughs) check out the sound with him. I thought that was hilarious. Useless turd. Linda, Sarah, and Tom go upstairs to find the girls. Linda finds the busted open present from where she had heard the pop goes the weasel sound. Howard finds a busted plate in the kitchen and a live gingerbread man starts taunting him from a gingerbread house. Tom, Sarah and Linda find a giant jack-in-the-box monster fucking eating the girls.
0: Yeah, that was pretty crazy. It was
1: disgusting. I think I started screaming in the theater. Gingerbread men are shooting Howard with a fucking nail gun and a goddamn angel attacks Sarah and a demon bear attacks Linda. The gingerbread men are out of ammo and Howard shoots them. They're running around on fire, which was hilarious. And one was running on fire towards Howard, and the useless turd, Rosie, ends up eating the one that's about to attack him. One of the creepiest scenes from this movie. Was the angel that attacks Sarah like this skinny Mm -hmm. snake tongue comes out and starts freaking licking her. Strings her up with Christmas lights. Yep. And I was like, whoa, getting hereditary vibes. (laughs) Because Mm -hmm. she was strung up. Yep. Linda goes full mama bear and saves Sarah and then tries to follow the giant jack-in-the-box to get Jordan back. They reconvene downstairs And then they hear the -the jack-in-the-box through the air system. And Max sends Rosie basically to her death. He, like, opens the vent and he's like, go get him, Rosie. And then you hear the dog cry. Mm -hmm. And you're like, you fucking jackass? You sent the dog to its (laughs) death. The -the jack-in-the-box falls from the ceiling. The angel doll attacks Howard. Aunt Dorothy grabs the gun and shoots all the inanimate objects, which she should have been going up there in the first place with shots like that. Right. All of a sudden, the -the jack-in-the-box starts clapping. This Mm -hmm. really creepy clapping like tempo. Elves come in from outside.
0: Yeah. They're like
1: really creepy elves. Aunt Dorothy is taken as well as the baby. Howard jumps on the -the jack-in-the-box and is taken as well this big horn blast it's basically like an air raid horn blast and all the elves run away tom wants to make a break for it For the snowplow, Krampus has entered the game. Mm -hmm. He comes down the chimney. The the wall behind the chimney splits, and now you know what's happened in all the other houses. Krampus walks towards Omi. He has some weird long tongue thing happening, (laughs) just like the angel. He opens his bag, and toys come out and grab Omi, Mm -hmm. and she's taken with them. Yep. Tom is leading the group. And then shoots at a monster that's coming to them under the snow, which is the monster that grabbed Howard before. Mm-hmm. He tells Sarah that they need to go and he'll stay and shoot the monster. It ends up getting him because he shot it too many times and ran out of ammo. They get to the snowplow, but Linda, Linda gets got.
0: She, get, she does get got.
1: And uh, Sarah says, I love you to Max. And then she gets got as well. The snowplow won't start. And even if it does start, like that's a stick shift. Like a little kid can't even reach the clutch with his freaking foot. The elves are back and they grab Stevie out of the passenger seat. Mike, Mike, who's Mike? (laughs) Max tries to fight them off. All that's left, when Krampus shows up, he drops a jingle bell wrapped and in his his torn up letter from Santa in front of him. And he hears his grandmother's voice telling him her story from before. And then Max is trudging through the snow and hears screams. Mm-hmm. And Krampus is getting ready to ride back to hell. And then Max yells at him, Hey, asshole! <laughs> Uh, he takes back his wish and demands to get his family back. He throws the bell, which melts the snow below below it, and causes some kind of earthquake, volcano thing. Mm-hmm. Krampus is not amused because Max ain't playing. I will say the Krampus mask that they used was really shitty. It didn't move. Mm-hmm. It was just like a mask yeah. that had different types of facial yeah. expressions. Yeah. So when it zoomed in on him, I was like, I don't like that. I don't like that. I don't like it max says leave them and take me instead well krampus eats tears for breakfast and starts laughing at him yeah he picks max up and holds him over the fire max apologizes and was like i just wanted things to go back the way that they were and he gets dropped and then all of a sudden it's morning wakes up and it was a dream uh he wakes up screaming and falls out of the bed runs downstairs finds his family is alive (laughs) and well aunt dorothy's hungover Because she was drinking schnapps all night. Mm -hmm. Max admits to everybody that he had a bad dream. Olme's serving hot chocolate and wishes Max a Merry Christmas. They're showing everybody opening their presents. presents. Freaking somebody gave Jordan brass knuckles and she goes, hey Maxi pad. And like pretends to punch him. I'm like, (laughs) "I I still hate
0: you. Right.
1: Sarah got some taxidermy, which was hilarious. Max opens one of his presents. It's the Krampus Bell. It's the Krampus Bell. And then everybody looks at it like they remember something. Yeah. And you hear voices saying lines from earlier in the movie. And they're all just staring at one another, super uncomfortable. And then it pans out. You see all the houses and everything, and it's like they are inside a snowball. One of those snow globe you see balls. They're
0: in the snow globe. And
1: it's being added to Krampus's collection. And then all of a sudden there's a big jump scare at the end. With
0: all of the Fuck demon those toys. little demon
1: monster toys <laughs> jumping out at the end, you fuckers. I, <laughs> even though I'd seen it before, and they're like I'm like, I hate it! Get yeah, out not, of here with that! She was not happy about that. At I was all <laughs> not amused with that bullshit.
0: So, what did you think of this
1: movie? I I liked it. I liked it more than I thought I was going to. I didn't know the lore of Krampus. Mm-hmm. Um, I just kind of assumed he was like the anti-hero, the anti-Santa, which he is, basically,
0: yeah. Um,
1: but I didn't know exactly what he did to children.
0: But now that you know that <laughs> he beats them with reeds,
1: with reeds.
0: Yeah, I I really enjoyed this movie. I love the humor. Oh, it was. Chock full of like one-liners. It's really funny. This movie got a lot of flack when it came out, which I thought was pretty needless. It didn't claim to be like a super serious horror movie. Yeah, I mean. You have Adam Scott, who is a really funny guy, and his medium is pretty much comedy. So, what do you expect? Yeah. <laughs> but I, I really enjoyed this movie. I thought it was funny. There were definitely some really good scares in there. Sure, they were jump scares, but who, who cares? This movie was really just not trying to be anything except for what it was. Definitely should just be taken at face value. There's nothing deeper going on here. No. Um, it's just a really fun, you know, holiday horror movie. Yeah. Kind of like Ginger Dead Man, which is a terrible movie, but it's definitely pretty funny <laughs> in parts. But there's like a lot of movies. I noticed this the other day. I was looking up something and there were there are a ton of horror movies that deal with Krampus. And most of them came out after this movie because that's what a lot of like smaller indie movies try and do. They try and piggyback on the release of a really big movie. I saw that with The Nun. When The Nun came out, there were like... A whole bunch of other indie movies that came out that were called The Bad Nun. You know, The the Evil the Nun. The Nasty Nun. Like, all of these really terrible movies one. that were just absolutely ridiculous that came out. This movie kind of had the same thing where it came out and then there were a lot of these other indie horror movies that were about Krampus that came out. So... I don't know, but this movie, actually, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was really fun. It had some really great jump scares, and it's just an overall just great kind of movie to watch during the holidays if you're looking for something a little bit different to watch, I think.
1: And it's kind of family friendly. Kind of. Kind of. I I would watch it. I think it was PG-13. Yeah.
0: I would say not little kid friendly, but definitely like teenagers, you know, I think you could get away with letting them watch this just as long as they're mature enough to handle the creepiness. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I think it's pretty fun. Well, thanks for stopping by you guys for this special holiday episode. Of Best Friends Horror Story. I hope you all are in
1: the holiday mood. Yeah, and you're drinking eggnog and cocoa with schnapps.
0: <laughs> schnapps are really gross.
1: Not in cocoa. Peppermint schnapps is good. Well, that's true. But peach schnapps, fuck that noise. Yeah, no,
0: absolutely not. <laughs> Thanks for stopping by again. We really appreciate you guys coming here and hanging out with us and listening to our ramblings. So definitely go follow us on our socials, uh, Instagram, Best Friends Horror Story. I am Living Dead Girl Jewels. I'm Christine the Genie. And also follow us on our Twitter, BF Horror Story. Definitely go check us out on pretty much anywhere you can get your podcasts Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, all those good things. And, and subscribe yeah, and rate us. Subscribe, rate us, leave a comment. Uh, we just actually talked about doing a questions episode.
1: Yeah, anything goes.
0: So, without being gross. Just look out for either a tweet, we'll probably do it on both a tweet and an Instagram post, just asking for questions that. You guys want to know the answers to. It could be about us. It can be about things that you want us to review or movies that you would like our just little short blurb opinions on or what have you. So look out for that in the next couple weeks. Mm -hmm. And yeah. Thank you guys so much for coming by and we hope you have a very happy holiday. We'll see you later.
1: Happy holidays. Bye. Okay. Bye.